Seattle in the 90s. A tidal wave of iconic music roars out of this sleepy city and launches a pop culture revolution. Here's a story you haven't heard. Let the Kids Dance is a new podcast about the rise and fall of Seattle's teen dance ordinance, the law that made it illegal for young people to go to concerts. Listen to Let the Kids Dance from KUOW and the NPR Network. This is Sound and Vision on KEXP. I'm Emily Fox, and as we wrap up the year that was 2020, I'm now joined by Larry Mizell Jr. to unpack the most played songs and the most played album of 2020. That is the rotation we played here on KEXP, the songs and albums that DJs chose here on the station. Hello, Larry. Hey, Emily. How you doing? Good to have you here. I'm so glad that 2020 is coming to an end. <laughs> oh, my God. Feels great. <laughs> <laughs> so let's first talk about the top played album of the year on KEXP. So that goes to Salt. Salt came out with two albums this year. And the one that was the most played here on KEXP is their album called Untitled Black Is. Take off the You know, Salt was on a lot of DJs' top 10 lists that we've been posting on KEXP.org. But what do you love about this particular record? I really love that particular Salt record because it didn't pull any punches. It put pain right up against the glass for everybody to see. really made even their follow-up record, which was a lot more joyous and dancey, it made it feel earned, you know, because there was so much pain and blood and struggle encapsulated and spoken to on Black Is, and perseverance and strength. It was just really good to hear a band or an act really speak succinctly to the struggle that was being talked about in the streets around the world uh, so succinctly and so in such a raw manner but in a way that was totally universal is there a particular song off this record that you feel like really speaks to that I feel like the song I think the most of or that I think about the most on that record is uh believe the second track stop them it just has this air of menace and just this pleading energy like stop them stop what's going on we need you we need your help we need you to hear this right now The 
This was the most played album on KEXP this year. It got so much love from the station. It was, again, on so many DJs' top 10 lists of the year. And, you know, as part of this show, the goal is to interview musicians on Sound and Vision. And I remember talking to Gabriel because he's also, Gabriel Teodos, who's also been loving this album, and, you know, asking him, like, hey, do you think we can get an interview? And he's like, I have asked so many times. And then he came back and he was like, actually... They don't do interviews because no one really knows who this band is. And like you go to Wikipedia and it's like, oh, it's just this collective of British musicians. But really, like a big part of this is like this band is a total mystery <laughs> and, right. and and they kind of want it to be that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of been um, a sneaky in vogue thing for groups and for uh, solo acts for for some years, but they're really wielding it uh, effectively because a lot of people are wondering who they're who they are, and I've seen a, a lot of conjecture about who they might be, and I've definitely heard some voices where I was like, "Okay, I think, I think that is correct. Hmm. I think this person is who they're saying it is." Any insights on who who might be in this group? What I've been hearing is that I think the core of it is a producer named Inflow from the UK who's been working with Michael Kawanuka who is on this album I've heard that vocalist Cleo Soul also from the UK I believe London is one of the main voices you hear on there. And I've, I've played some songs of hers. And I think that stands up. But the voice I thought I reckon, I recognized the most was a Chicago MC named Kid Sister, who's been around for years, had songs with, you know, Kanye and, and Danny Brown years ago in the kind of like hipster rap era and has been doing her thing for a while. Um, so I feel like I did hear her voice because there's definitely an American voice in the mix as well. Mm-hmm. So let's now talk about the top played songs on KEXP this year. So let's start in third place and we'll go to number one. So in third place is Yves Two More with Kerosene. So now I understand that that this track was way up there on your top songs of 2020. What do you love about this track? This song, when I first heard it, just it felt like a like a harbinger of uh, freedom to me, and that just kind of had to do deal with where I was. I was I was still living in Arizona, thinking about how I needed to get out of there and get back to Seattle. And I've been an Ease Two More fan uh, for a couple of years, uh, super obsessed. Also, a very mysterious artist. And then I heard there was new Eve's Two More out, and I, I listened to that song so much, screamed along to it, mm. and it just really, that never stopped this year. Every time I heard it, I played it on 11, yelled along with it. There's just something to it that just makes me want to set something on fire. Even the, uh, the guest vocalist, Diana Gordon, somebody who's been around for a while doing songwriting for people like Beyonce and stuff. She's uh, got just a beautiful voice. And at the end, she's doing some vocal runs that really evoke like Alanis Morissette 
and mm. like uh, Dolores O'Riordan from the Cranberry. So it really hit that 90s alt itch in a way that was <laughs> super strong. So it just it couldn't have been you couldn't have made a, a song more geared for me in a lab than what they made right there. So let's go on to um, the second top played song here on KEXP, and that goes to Deep Sea Diver with Impossible Weight featuring Sharon Van Etten. I want to talk about this track because I feel like this year was when I really fell in love with Deep Sea Diver. Um, so Jessica Dobson, she leads this group, and I've interviewed her, I think, three times this year for Sound and Vision because she's just got so much going on. So Jessica Dobson, her backstory is, you know, started playing with the Shins, uh, and then she was a guitarist for them, and then eventually started going on tour and playing guitar for Beck and other big names. So, like, she's like a guitarist first. But if you hear her sing, I mean, she's amazing. Um, But what really struck me about Jessica Dobson and Deep Sea Diver is after the pandemic hit, I mean, she really took it upon herself to create a community of fans and a music community, considering, you know, she used to be on a major label, used to play with major bands. I mean, she made a conscious decision to come back and become an independent artist. And I know I've run into her before in the past, in the past year where she was frustrated, where she was not getting a lot of leverage Um, with labels for her music. And, you know, having had all this experience behind her belt, I could see how frustrating that is. But then when the coronavirus hit, and she's working on releasing this album, she started doing, you know, what everyone did, which was Instagram live, you know, sessions, so performing live, but instead of just performing songs, she created this whole like segment. So it's like her and her husband and her husband is in the band Deep Sea Diver, he plays drums. So every Sunday, they would do these Instagram live sessions where they would do different segments. They they said they wanted it to be like a Conan O'Brien show where it's like you got different segments throughout the show. So they did like karaoke, or they would like create a new fort in their house, like in the basement, or they would create the fort like in the bathroom and like really elaborate forts. And that's where they would go to answer like fans questions live on Instagram. Um, Or they would have fans send them videos of them lip syncing to one of their songs. And they'd create a music video from those videos and present that on those live streams. Um, And then a, a segment that I really appreciated is every week they would come up with what they called a stem. So it could be like a guitar riff or it could be, you know, a drum beat. And then they would ask fans to create a song based off of that riff. And then they would feature those songs on the live stream. So really creating music together and cultivating a community together. And then when this album was releasing, you know, they really took to social media and that fan base to really lift up um, this album. And I just feel like Jessica Dobson is one of those people that just 
knows how to get stuff done, you know, by herself as an independent artist and, you know, puts herself out there. I mean, the fact that Sharon Van Etten is on this particular track um, or the fact that, you know, she approached KEXP the day of the CD release or the album release and was like, hey, can we do a listening party? Like every show, play a Deep Sea Diver track. I'll talk about what this track is about. And KEXP is like, yeah, sure. You know, but I mean, it goes to show like, putting the work in and then doors will open for you you know so this this album got so much traction but it it wasn't a coincidence Okay, so now we are to the number one played song of 2020 based on rotation and how many times DJs played it here on KEXP, and that is Janelle Monet with Turntables. The table about to turn. The table about to turn. The table about to turn. Yeah. Uh, Larry, I feel like this was the album of this year's anticipated election. What do you love about this track? I mean, I love just that, that it's 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 such a um, promise. The tables are, are about to turn. You're going to get yours. In the words of Public Enemy, you know, this this isn't going to stand any longer. And that's such a strong statement that we needed because I know we were all proceeding into this fall with a lot of fear and trepidation. And we needed that kind of message. And um, it's always great to hear new stuff from Janelle. Really strong track. Um, really haunted me for a while. I was just like, what is that sample? And uh, realized it was like a Bill Withers riff. Hmm. Uh, that song had been built on. But yeah, it was just that sentiment of the table's about to turn. Some of the lyrical motifs in there. And I think a lot of people resonated with it. I said, America. Use a lie, but the whole world about to testify. I said the whole world about to testify. We gonna watch the table. Now we gonna watch the table. Turn, turn, the table got to. That's right. Turn, turn, it's got to. Turn, waited too long, you gotta turn. All right, so that was the most played song on KEXP in 2020. Thanks to Larry Mizell Jr. for that conversation. Meanwhile, I asked around the station to hear what some of our DJs and producers' favorite songs were of 2020, and I got a lot of responses with that question. So let's kick it off with morning show producer Owen Murphy. My number one song of the year, Emily, is kind of a surprise. It's uh, Never Come Down with the Neverly Boys. Now, if you haven't heard of the Neverly Boys, we featured them on Sound and Vision back in August. It's Dave Siddick at TV on the Radio and Swedish songwriter Daniel Ladinsky, who helped uh, TV on the Radio write their one of their most famous songs, uh, Trouble, that is you know one of the most played songs on KXP for the last five years. This is a really weird song uh, in that it, it sounds like a drunk guy who's on a bender because his uh, lover has left him. Daniel Ladinsky, who wrote the song, is singing from his mother's perspective after a breakup. 
I, I don't know how he got to this from that, but regardless, it's still an incredible song. And listen all the way to the end because Dave Siddick's keyboards are just incredible. It's this swirling, fantastic, massive sound that just envelops you and is totally worth your time to get lost in. This is John Richards, host of The Morning Show, and my favorite song this year, and my most played song this year, well, it's a first for the show. The song is actually not released. It's never been released. It's a song by Brandon Summers. He's one half of the Helio sequence, and in the middle of this pandemic, uh, he wrote me with a file and said, hey, John, I've been trying to finish this song. I couldn't get the band together, clearly, and you in the show were an inspiration um, for... You are not alone, the the line in the song. And uh, he says this line in the song, a voice comes on the radio, says, you are not alone. It isn't just that I'm, you know, really honored that he would mention the morning show like that, but that there was impact on his song. And then his song, in turn, had huge impact on the morning show listeners who were reminded every day that they were not alone. Hey, this is Rachel Stevens. I am the producer of Drive Time, which is on Mondays through Fridays, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time. And my favorite song of 2020 was by Fiona Apple, Heavy Balloon. Came out in April, and, you know, along with everything else this year, I had a baby in March. And so... There was a lot of time spent in my apartment listening to this album. It was the perfect amount of nostalgia and newness, yeah, that Fiona Apple brings. But Heavy Balloon was really the one that stuck out because it's about depression. And uh, it was a pretty depressing year in a lot of ways. And I also struggled with postpartum depression. And... It talks about it in this like kind of cool kid insider club way. Like people like us, we play with a heavy balloon. And I don't know, you just kind of want to be in that cool club with Fiona Apple. And I, and I did. And um, oh, I, I just loved it. The song's so cool. It says, I spread like strawberries. I've been sucking it in so long that I'm bursting at the seams. And that's just, you know, that's how I felt about a lot of my mental health this year. And so, you know, I played this song loud and felt very empowered and just very thankful for it. People like us, we play with a heavy balloon. We keep it up to keep the devil at bay, but it always falls way too soon. I 
Hi, I'm Albina Cabrera, your host of El Sonido every Monday night, 7 to 10 p.m. 2020 was really hard, but many albums of this year really saved my life. And uh, I have to confess that 2020 has had great albums by Colombian artists. I'm thinking of Ghetto Cumbe, Misu, Lido Pimienta, and this artist. Specifically, this song, El Cielo No Es De Nadie, from the ambassador of techno pop, born in Bogota and based in New York, Ella Minos. El Cielo No Es De Nadie has become the song that brought the disco back in our homes this year and that's why it's my favorite song of 2020. everybody. My name is Troy Nelson, your DJ here on KEXP every Saturday from 3 to 6 p.m. and also your host of Live on KEXP. And my favorite song of 2020 comes from the Irish trip-hop and disco visionary Roisin Murphy. And the song is called Murphy's Law. What I love about this song so much is it's just right in my wheelhouse of music that I want to hear at any time. It could be the morning, it could be uh, the afternoon, evening, late night, it just suits any mood. And I love what she's doing with this uh, new record. It's sort of this dark, dancey, but yet minimal sound that only a few can really achieve and deliver. It's almost like if Grace Jones met up with Daft Punk and it was produced by Chromatics. And in the late 70s, we got Laura Branigan's Gloria. It was sort of the last breath of the disco era. And then Laura went very dark with self-control. And I feel like Roisin Murphy is just right in between those two eras of Laura Branigan and brings us a sound that is from the past, but it's also from the future, and it's also extremely current. And her album, Roisin Machine, one of the best records of 2020. But Murphy's Law is really my favorite song of the year. Hi, my name is Atticus, host and DJ every Friday morning, 1 to 5 a.m., and it is so hard to pick just one favorite song of the year. But if I had to pick one, I'm going to pick Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. And it's kind of cheating, really, because, one, I love the original song, and I think it's so amazing and beautiful and dancey and great 80s-sounding synths over this pop music. It's just so amazing. But then there's the Chromatics remix and most recently the Rosalia remix. And both of those change the vibe of the song, but in such a beautiful way and add uh, more dimensions to it. So not only do I love the original, but you get those remixes as well. 
and really solidifies that as my favorite song of the year. Hey, this is Eva Walker, and uh, I want to talk about my favorite song of 2020. It was actually really hard to choose, so I'm going to do an honorary mention because I, I don't want to leave、uh, one of them out. But I think I'll have to go with Idols Grounds.、Uh, that song is so powerful. The first time I heard it, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, I got chills, and I still get chills listening to that song. So, shout out to Idols in that song Grounds. And the honorary mention is the song Free from Salt.、Uh, love that song. So, it was between those two, but I'm going to go with、um, I'm gonna go with Idols Grounds. Fee, fee, fi, fi, fo, fo, I smell the blood of a million sons, a million daughters from a hundred thousand guns. Hi, this is Greg Vandy of the Roadhouse, and my favorite song of this terrible year is "Under the Devil's Knee" by Trey Burt. This song really encapsulates the summer's protest movement concerning Black Lives Matter and police brutality. And Trey uses the time-tested topical folk song form in calling out the names of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Eric Garner. Trey says he wanted to reinstate their humanity and immortalize their dignity. He felt it was his duty as an American songwriter. Joining Trey on this great song is three remarkable artists in their own right: Leila Mikala, Sunny War, and Allison Russell. George came out of prison with his head on straight, teaching all the neighborhood children the good old Christian way. Till his life was taken from him for no reason but his race on the twenty-fifth of May. Under the devil's knee, oh Lord, I'm under the devil's knee. Oh, I'm screaming, how can I breathe, my Lord, from under the devil's knee? Hey, I'm DJ Miss Ashley, host of Sunday Afternoons, twelve to three. The powerful words and undeniable beat of Beyonce's "Black Parade" are what make this my favorite song of the year. The sheer power and beauty of Black Parade, paired with the incredible timing of its Juneteenth release date, following the passing of George Floyd, and in the midst of historical protests, make this one for the history books, in my opinion. I also appreciate how this style of rap was a bit of a departure for Beyonce, adding to the shock value and spotlighting her self-expression to the next degree. I'll never forget where I was when I heard this song for the first time. The impact of it, emotional, yeah, incredibly uplifting. It's an anthem that makes me dance, fist bump, and always makes the hairs on my arms stand up every time I hear it. All hail the queen. We got rhythm. We got pride. We got kings. We got tribes. Only river. Only tongue.
everybody. It's Derek Mazzoni, host of Wolf Pop on KEXP here on Sound and Vision. My favorite song, um, it's a Kenyan band named Saudi Soul. Their record, Midnight Train, is one of my favorite records of the year. They collaborated with the Soweto Gospel Choir, who won a Grammy for Best World Music Record a couple of years ago. They're fabulous. This is a Soweto, South Africa, Nairobi, Kenya collaboration, and a song is just perfect. It's called Brighter Days. And lyrically, emotionally, spiritually, it just fills my heart. It brings tears to my eyes, tears of joy. Um, of course, we've been going through an insanely hard time, but I really feel like we're, we're coming up on something that's going to be really beautiful. And uh, it could be a renaissance. There's so many signs that feel like this could be the beginning of, of a truly wonderful golden age, in my heart at least, and I'm hoping. Um, check this out. Salty Soul, Brighter Days, featuring the Soweto Gospel Choir. Cause I'm certain brighter days are yet to come Ain't no question that tomorrow there'll be good times This is DJ Morgan, Saturdays noon to three on KEXP. One of my favorite songs of 2020 is from a short three-song EP from local artist Greg Kramer, who you may know as a member of local instrumental soul band The True Loves. The EP and the title track are called Tell Me, the song featuring the beautiful vocals of local singer Otieno Terry, which soar over horns, strings, builds, and breaks. It gave me chills immediately, and I listened to it on repeat, which is a sure sign of a favorite song. I'm so happy, too, that the True Loves will be releasing a new record in March of 2021, by the way. I feel so lucky we live among such talented people here in Seattle. Happy holidays, everyone, and here's to more favorite songs in the new year. Tell me not to go not to go now I'm not with you Tell me not to go Tell me not to go By the way, True Loves is the band behind the intro music you heard on today's podcast and have probably heard on other Sound and Vision podcasts. Well, that was the show today. Thanks so much for listening in to this podcast this year. I would love to hear what your favorite episodes of 2020 were, what interviews stuck with you, and I'm also curious what music stories, issues, and conversations you would like discussed on the Sound and Vision podcast in 2021. You can write me at soundandvision at kexp.org. Again, that's soundandvision at kexp.org. Meanwhile, before we go, please take one moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It really makes a difference. Help boost the algorithm so other people can also find this podcast. And if you are feeling extra generous here at the end of the year as you wrap up 2020. If you want to give a one-time $20 donation, that would be much appreciated. You can do so at kexp.org sound. Happy New Year. I'm Emily Fox, and thanks so much for listening.